that button. Good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Thursday, the 20th day of May 2021. My name is Nick. Hey, look, everybody. It's Big J. Hey, here I am. Hey, hey. What are you doing, Big J? I'm getting ready for Nerd Alert. Huh? Lots of stuff to talk about, I imagine, huh? Yeah, a couple important pieces. Yeah. I guess that depends on your definition of important, but yeah. It's going to be a fairly informative day today on the old morning after. On top of Nerd Alert, we also have an incredibly busy 7 o'clock hour. With the beginning of that hour giving you a very fancy concert announcement that we are excited to be bringing to town for you, the good people of the Treasure Valley. So you're going to want to hang out for that. Plus, also in the 7 o'clock hour, Cypher Sounds. The uh, very talented gentleman that's a big part of the Idaho Comedy Festival will be in studio. Uh, He was the host of the big kickoff party last night, an open mic, at the lounge at the end of the universe. And he is going to be the man behind the parties at the Idaho Comedy Festival. So we are excited to talk to Cypher this morning. That'll be nice to catch up with him. We also have some prizes to give you. A chance to get in. Uh, I was given Big J a pair of VIP three-day passes to the Idaho Comedy Fest that we can give away for Pop Culture Smackdown today. Look at you. An extra pair. Plus, we also have some Sammy Hagar tickets to give away and somebody to get qualified for the Big Backyard Box. So, again, busy has been the word of the week, and that's okay. Rather be that way than the other way around. Remember when we didn't have anything going on? I know. It was awful. It was. And so these are the things that we look forward to. Actually giving you stuff with uh, events happening and announce other events going on. So should be a very nice Thursday. At least that's the goal anyway. On top of all that, we also play some stinking music on this show. We'll kick things off with some Beck. It's Loser here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Big J, the city of Nampa was going to have an alternative for transportation downtown, but that got rejected yesterday uh, by a vote of 3-2. to two, The city of Nampa ultimately voted against uh, allowing e-scooters downtown. Um, of course, the cities of Meridian and Nampa, excuse me, Brittany and Boise, both already have access to these particular scooters. Uh, but Nampa decided not to go along with it. And uh, we've had this conversation before. Are you adverse to these e-scooters? Um, I mean, I don't think I really have an opinion. Well, somebody said, are you okay with them being in and around the downtown area? Would you have an objection to that? No. But I also wouldn't have an objection to them not being there. <laughs> well, they're currently not there. I don't care. <laughs> uh, well, there are some people that are very passionate about it, and that's the well, kind of stuff them. that I'm trying to figure out why. Uh, I, I don't know. Well, they are dangerous. There's been several sure. accidents. Sure. But so are cars. Right. And so are motorcycles. And so are any kind of form of transportation that has a motor attached to it. You can make a case for it being something that probably should have a little bit more you know, warning attached to it. But uh, the city of Nampa, for the big reason that they got rid of it, is because of the the downtown layout. Uh, You're familiar with downtown Nampa, Big J? Downtown. And what makes it different than, uh, let's say, downtown Boise or Meridian? One-way, well, I guess they both have one-way streets. It's smaller. 
Yes. That's for sure. But I wouldn't say it's smaller than like downtown Meridian. Parking? There's actually parking. You there, can park downtown That's Nampa. the big reason why they said no. Uh, not only the that there is a bunch of parking, but also the angled parking, they say, is a more of a hazard because okay. they don't allow the e-scooters on the sidewalk. So they say, hey, listen, in Nampa, there's a lot more backing out. And if there's one thing we know, people don't pay attention when they're backing out of someplace. And so this has a very big indicator of somebody getting, you know, taken out because somebody's backing out of a parking place in downtown Nampa. So that was the big reason why they say the downtown area is a little bit different. So that to me kind of makes sense. Um, why you wouldn't allow the e-scooters on the sidewalk is another argument altogether, I suppose. I, I would argue that that's exactly what they're supposed to be for, traveling on the sidewalk. And as a matter of fact, I don't think I've ever seen one not on the sidewalk. But uh, whatever case it may be, the city of Nampa is going to go at least one more year without that. It would have been a one-year contract with a particular company called Bird Rides Incorporated. That's going to move on until next year. And they're probably not going to do anything until they at least refinagle downtown a little bit. Hey, Big J, there was another no-hitter in baseball last night. I Well, of course there was. Was it the Mariners uh, against the Mariners? <laughs> nope. Because these are only happening against a couple teams. The Yankees' uh, Corey Kluber pitched a no-hitter against the Texas Rangers last night. Uh, it's uh, Major League Baseball's second in two days and sixth so far this season. That's the most ever this early. Of course, uh, Corey Kluber's a hell of a uh, baseball pitcher, so this one not really that much of a surprise. He already has won Cy Young Award twice. He struck out nine and just walked one, so he was a third-inning walk away from a perfect game, but the Yankees won two to nothing in that particular contest last night, so let's see if we can get another no-hitter tonight. Why the hell not, right? I might as well. Lakers and the Grizzlies won on the second day of the NBA's play-in tournament ahead of the playoffs. The Lakers defeated the Golden State Warriors 103-100. to That means the Lakers will earn the seventh seed, and they will take on the Phoenix Suns. And the Golden State Warriors will now play for the eighth seed against the Memphis Grizzlies, who beat the Spurs 196 in the day's other play-in game. So we'll see. Uh, as far as the ice goes, Bruins beat the Capitals in double overtime, 3-2. Boston's up 2-1 in that series. Carolina, Blake to Nashville, 3-0. Uh, Carolina now leads 2-0 in that series. The Jets beat the Oilers, 4-1. Uh, Winnipeg's up 1-0. That was game one. Avs doubled up the Blues, 6-3. Colorado is now up 2-0 in that particular series. And Big J, take a deep breath. We almost lost Sama Hayek. Oh, uh, yeah. She says yeah. she had a real rough go of it with COVID-19. The 54-year-old said she spent about seven weeks having to deal with some of the symptoms battling COVID-19 in the early days of the pandemic. She was on oxygen and uh, basically she was told to go to the hospital, but she said, no, thank you. Uh, With all the stuff that was going on, she'd rather die at home. Like she was convinced she was going to die from this. And she says that she still has some residual effects from COVID-19 to this day. She says it's mostly while her breathing is okay and everything else, she goes, everything just feels like energy-wise is just like sucked out of me. I, I totally feel that. I totally understand that. So she uh, had a rough, rough battle with it. Thankfully, she's still uh, here and alive, but that uh, that sucks. You feel like you've had an energy suck? You've told me yeah. you've had you've had like breathing difficulties and stuff. Yeah, I just you know ever since uh, I mean I just haven't felt like uh, I've got the energy. Same with uh, my oldest daughter Maddie. She she had it pretty rough for a while uh, there too, and and you know we just haven't been the same since. Yeah, there's a lot of different things that come along with that kind of stuff, and hopefully. Although I tell you this, I, I have felt better since getting the vaccine. Okay, good. I with, thought you were going to say, since with, getting my new Xbox, yeah, I swear no, to God, that's no. what I thought you were saying. Which I've heard some people say that a lot of those, you know, reoccurring issues that they've had cleared up a little bit after they got the vaccine. Good. That's so. good. 
Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Gaming, Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X Rocks. On the heels of Rockstar's announcement that GTA 5 will be releasing a PS5 and Series X Special Edition on November 11th, a player finally has proof of an amazing feat, Nick. For the first time ever, officially recorded, a player beat Grand Theft Auto 5 without taking any hits or damage. Think about that for a second. I don't even know how that's possible. The feat was accomplished by Unnamed, who mm. posted a full run of YouTube on YouTube with a comment saying it took 48 attempts to finally complete the game with no hits. That's a... Uh... You've played the whole game, right, Nick? Uh, several times. Yeah. I've played, that's one that I have revisited probably four or five times over the course of us having the game. Uh, the, the the total YouTube stream is nine hours. Took him nine hours to do it. And didn't take a single yeah. hit or like hit by anything or... Yeah, here's how, here's, here's how he did this. To make sure absolutely no damage was taken during the run, uh, he needed a mod that gave his player just one health point. And ensuring any hit would be a one-hit KO, Trevor's special red mist ability uh, was also disabled so that he could, uh, and he didn't use any body armor for the entire run. This is insane. Did he complete every mission? Like, did he go on, like, those psycho missions and stuff? Uh, it did not say here if he got 100% completion okay. on everything, but I think even just him completing the main missions yes. But, like, there's no way he does, like, the Trevor stuff, like, you know, like, the goofy little psycho side missions that he's yeah. on if yeah. he is... Because you take at least some. Yeah, like some. we got to fight the aliens. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. Or like the, the crazy hillbillies out there. But no I, if, it, if it involved the main story, it's still an incredible It feat. is incredible. It's incredible. So congratulations to you, Unnamed. Um, uh, and, you know, I've been lauding the uh, fact that Fortnite has been ahead of the game, for, for in my opinion, for crossover events, Nick, where they have, uh, you know, uh, people and, and characters from movies and things like that enter into the Fortnite world. And I was super excited a couple weeks ago when it was announced that uh, the 80s action hero bundles for Call of Duty, uh, Warzone, and Cold War, and now uh, also uh, the mobile version of Call of Duty, uh, was wel- welcoming into the fold two uh, 80s action heroes, uh, John McClane from Die Hard and John Rambo from, of course, Rambo. And uh, that is what's happened here. These bundles are now available, the Rambo Operator Bundle uh, and the Die Hard Operator Bundle is a uh, are both available now and only for a month. You can only pick these up for a month. And uh, but so, if you pick them up, you can use them forever, right? Yes, okay. yes, of course. Uh, and uh, there's going to be some very interesting things because they're integrating these characters in with uh, Warzone. Uh, the map has gone on some different uh, takes. So the uh, thing that's going to happen here is for Warzone, uh, Nakatomi Plaza is going to be a huge feature. It is a massive building in the middle of the map now where multiple different missions and things can take place. Uh, it's it's a crazy huge building, so you're going to be going through duck ducks and all kinds of crazy stuff there. Uh, there will be survival outposts uh, throughout that uh, are uh, from Rambo First Blood Part Two. That there'll be different kinds of missions that you can do there. The operator bundles will include the operator skin of uh, John Rambo and John McClane. Uh, you'll get uh, the Rambo class. 
classic uh, weapon blueprint for an M60 and a bloodstained assault rifle, Rambo's knife. And then what you'll have here is uh, a couple finishing moves, Nick, the leap shot. So it'll be uh, what you'll see if you do uh, a finishing move. Basically, what you have to do is sneak up on one opponent and then do a melee kill. And then what will happen is it'll do a cutscene of Rambo doing his thing. Okay. And same with John McClane. Uh, what you'll have is, uh, you know, from, from Die Hard when he, uh, at the end, he's got the gun taped to his back. That's his finishing move. What isn't clear here is if they'll be using their voiceover parts from the movies. Now, in the trailer, uh, you have a little bit of both of them and what they say in the movies. We'll see if that translates. I haven't had a chance to play it just yet. They're going really far out of their way to not showcase John McClane, which makes me think that Bruce Willis's likeness is not involved nope, in this. No, it film. is 100%. It is? Then yes, why aren't they yes. talking about it? Uh, that, but that's a great question. Maybe they didn't have it done before they put the trailer together. But, that's so weird. Uh, no, yeah, the, if you come over here and you can look. I mean, it's... Uh, I believe you. Yeah, it's 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 a pretty good spitting image of him. Did you start to download it? No, like no. Like, how much I, is it, this stuff? Did oh, you... okay, yeah, and the, the operator bundles are 2,400 credits a, a pop, which equates to about 19 bucks, depending on where you buy your credits from. So, are you going to do both? Are you dropping 40 bucks today? Oh, man, I mean, I don't... Uh... I don't think so. You're dropping I'll, at least I'll, 20. I'll obviously pick Rambo, <laughs> right. uh, and we'll see how it goes But can there. you not get to Nakatomi Plaza if you don't buy No, that's part of the map now. Okay, it's so. just those things are part of the map and different uh, gameplay situations. So I'm all in. Uh, we'll see how it plays out and uh, see if it's successful for Call of Duty. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your nerd alert. KQXR Payette Boise and KRVB HD2 Nampa. You're just entering the really cool world of FM radio. 100.3 The X rocks. It's another 100.3 The X concert announcement. Oh man, remember when we used to do these on the regular Big J? It feels so good to be able to talk about, you know, events coming to town and things happening. And we are excited that as more shows get announced, more cool things start to get opened up. And that means it's the return of something that we have missed not just for uh, since last March when concerts kind of went away but it's been a couple of years since we've had one of these particular things and what am I talking about Big J? Yeah you're talking about uh, a show we need to announce here uh, coming up this summer and it's, uh, it's awesome Western Idaho Fair Nick X Day returns August 27th it's a Friday everybody oh man and uh, going to be the band who's going to be playing August 27th, that Friday at the Western Idaho Fair on X Day, is a band that we love and adore very much. So do you, I think. They're called Seether. Yes, so Seether is going to be headlining X Day at the fair this year. Again, it's Friday, August 27th at the Western Idaho Fair. For those of you not familiar with how that works, you just go to the fair. Any fair admission will get you into the concert that night, and it's always a good time. Last time we had one of these, Big J was like three or four, four years ago probably with Theory of a Dead Man. Yeah, that was a that was a fun experience. And so to bring back X Day at the fair with a band that we have a great history with, of course, X Fest alums, all sorts of cool stuff. Uh, it'll be great to have Seether back in town. And again, that concert is free with fair admission. Of course, the X will you have your chance to win tickets to the Western Idaho Fair so that you can go. We have a chance for you to win VIP passes to that particular concert. We are going to be doing something very cool with the band on that particular day as well that listeners can be a part of. So the point is, listen to the X if you want to check out really cool stuff because X Day at the Fair is back and it's headlined by this band, Seether. This is fine again on the X Rocks. Nick and Big J.
Well, Big J, more and more people are being vaccinated and some pandemic-related restrictions have been lifted. So you know what that means, dude. We cannot wait to get out of the house. And may I introduce you to a new term? A vaccination. Now, it's pronounced the same, but it's a play on vacation. Get it? Vaccination. Right. And so uh, it's basically what's happening is a bunch of people around the United States are planning mini kind of getaways the second they're fully vaccinated so they can, I don't know, stretch their legs a little bit and get out and see other parts of the country that they haven't been able to see. Uh, that is why sites like Priceline, Booking.com, Kayak, Open Table are all more popular than they have been in well over two years because uh, travel reservations and all sorts of trips have been booked over the last couple of weeks that we haven't been able to do in a while. Uh, while a more majority of people say they plan anywhere from three days to five days, a lot of people are just taking weekend getaways, which I guess technically is kind of what I just did. But I, I only did it because it was a birthday. I didn't do it just because I was fully vaccinated. But it, it certainly qualifies for what they're saying. Basically, where you're booking a flight or a trip or a weekend getaway or something just to kind of get out of your normal comfort space which you have been trapped in for the last couple of right. of months. And so it's nice to do that once you're fully vaccinated to do so. And so get ready to enjoy that and spread your legs a little bit. And also don't be surprised, Big J, if it's tough to find hotels, rental cars, you know, restaurant reservations, these kinds of things, especially in destination cities, because people are doing it all the time so it is one of those things as we start to get back to whatever normal used to look like it is a situation where you probably have to plan accordingly for all that Corey kluber pitched a no hitter yesterday against the texas rangers uh new york yankees the uh former two-time all-star and cy young award winner knocked that one out of the park figuratively of course this is the second time in two days, by the way, that there was a no-hitter in baseball. Six so far this season. That's a record, Big J. There's never been that many this early in the season, so ain't nobody hitting in baseball, dude. And when they do hit, the managers get mad at them. So what are you going to do, right? <laughs> Not watch baseball. That's what apparently a lot of people are doing. Lakers and Grizzlies won on the second day of the play-in tournament yesterday ahead of the playoffs. The Lakers defeated the Golden State Warriors 103-100. to that earned the seventh seed, and uh, Golden State fell, so they're going to take on the Memphis Grizzlies, who beat the San Antonio Spurs for the right to be the eighth seed in the Western Conference. E- e- adding more confusion to this whole play-in stuff, did you know that these don't count as regular season games, and they also aren't officially the playoffs? They're like in these their own like little limbo that the NBA has created. So the stats that players are racking up do not count for their... Regular season stats, nor do they count for their playoff stats and averages. So, like, Jason Tatum's 50 points that he put up yesterday is just like, well, whatever, man. Great job, I guess. It's so, so weird. It is. I mean, it's incredibly, for a, a, a league that usually gets it right, that did a lot of really good things, they really dropped the ball with this and have no idea what's going on and what they're doing. But then again, Big J, people are tuning in, including you. So they must be doing something, right? Yeah, just a little bit. That was only because of this matchup, though. Right. Well, yeah, of course. But still. I didn't watch the other ones. Rest in peace, Big J, to comedy legend Paul Mooney. He passed away at 79 years old yesterday. Uh, According to TMZ, the comedian, writer, and actor's family confirmed that he passed away of a heart attack on Wednesday morning in Oakland. Uh, Paramedics tried to revive him, but they were unsuccessful. 
Uh, he had quite the impact on pretty much anything that you like to watch when it comes to stand-up comedy or comedy in general. He was a, uh, f- his first ever job was a writer for Richard Pryor. So that's a great way to break into the business for sure. He also had a chance to do many stand-up specials. Uh, he had uh, Pryor's Place, the sitcom that Richard Pryor wrote for or was on. He wrote for that. He also wrote for Sanford and Son, Good Times, and Living Color. And he appeared on the Chappelle Show, which is where a lot of people that are in their you know 20s, 30s, and 40s recognize him the most from. But he was first and foremost a stand-up and incredibly good at it. I told you yesterday I had a chance to see him once in Vegas, and it was hilarious yeah you were playing some uh, some clips of oh his stuff God. very funny so so funny and has been for decades and a trailblazer to be sure he certainly will be missed he is one of those like groundbreaking comedians I put him in the same category as George Carlin you know another comedian that I was lucky enough to see before he passed just a wordsmith that was incredibly smart he knew how to piece together a joke and was very very good and comfortable on stage and just just seemed like a really, really nice guy. Never had a chance to actually have a conversation with him, but certainly was a fan. So, may a uh, flock of angels sing thee to thy rest, Paul Moody, dead at 79. Oh, man, we're going to hell. Where the hell is the switch? The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. We are headed to Australia for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. And in a perfect world, how long does Big J want to be on this earth? You got a number you're aiming for? 45. <laughs> Which is what, August? Yeah. All right. All right. That's fair. Uh, some people aim the bar a little bit higher right. and are looking for triple digits. And, you know, every time somebody hits a crazy, outrageous, super interesting age, the same questions are always asked of those people. Hey, what's your secret, bro? And uh, the same can be said of a gentleman that set a record. Dexter Kruger is from Australia. He is a retired cattle rancher. And as of Monday of this week, he has become Australia's oldest ever man because he is 111 and 127 days old. Jeez. So he's had a good run. He was born, that means, in 1910, Big J. Which means he has Damn. seen the invention of, you know, that's back when, like, they, they were just figuring out, like, airplanes. So can you imagine? Yeah, I don't think they had ice, like, ice machines. <laughs> Wait, why is that what you go to? Because uh, ice is integral to my daily habits. So you equate everything on yeah. the ice machine timeline? Yeah. All right. I wouldn't want to live before then. Wonderful. What year was ice ma- were ice machines invented? 1925. I don't think that's accurate. Either way, uh, I mean, he saw the invention of the automobile, all sorts of stuff, and he has given an interview to Australian Broadcasting Corporation and said what his secret to living 111 years is. And he says that all he does is take a bite of chicken brains every single day, and he feels like that has given him his ticket to longevity. And he said, chicken brains. You know, chickens have a head, and in there, there's a brain. And he says, quote, they are delicious little things. And there's only a little bite in there. So he basically finds a way to get himself a chicken brain every single day. And brains. that's what he eats. Yeah. <laughs> some old guy who doesn't talk uh, that very much walking around going, brains. Is, is essentially a zombie. 
which has captured him. Uh, and, and here's the weirder story, Big J. Uh, by the way, Kruger currently writing his autobiography. Uh, he has been in a nursing home since he has been 82 years old. Uh, 20. And, <laughs> oh, my God. And his son, Greg, who's also still alive, he's 74. And Greg says. Mendelbaum. Mendelbaum. <laughs> that he also eats chicken brains every single day because he sees what happens with his dad. And that his father's simple outback way of life has been his key to success. And so uh, Melanie Calvert is one of the nursing home managers there, and she says that Kruger at 111 is, quote, one of the sharpest residents we have. His memory is amazing for an 11-year-old, or 111-year-old. And so they are saying that maybe, just maybe, this is the key. And so I ask you, Big J, if you knew that eating a chicken brain could keep you alive to a buck 11, are you gobbling down one of those sons of guns every day? Or are you just going to let nature take its course? I, I, I mean, that I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I mean, I don't think he has unlocked any kind of weird secret because everybody's got that makes it past like 110 has their own little way of saying it's like, I take a walk every day or, oh, I have a glass of wine every day. There's all sorts of stuff that people say the secret is. Probably at the end of the day, it's just, you know, being happy. And that's what keeps you around. And if it's chicken brains that makes this dude happy, then more power to him, I suppose, right? Right. Who am I to judge? I'm certainly not going to have a chicken brain, so let head more for him, I suppose. Also, like, how does the nursing home get a hold of chicken brains, I guess, is my other question. I don't either. I, I mean, I don't know where you would get that. I mean, if you go there to the Brazilian uh, Churrasco places, they get little chicken hearts. I suppose. Yeah, the, the internal organs have to come from somewhere, right? Yeah, my kids love them. Well, then maybe they'll live very, very long into this life. Although he does not mention chicken hearts, so I cannot say yes or no. Either way, maybe you should start eating some brains to get you through the rest of your day. Morning Zombies after do it. with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. We're talking Idaho Comedy Fest next on the X-Rocks. That is Pearl Jam. That is Jeremy here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. It is 100.3 The X Rocks. Gosh, for the last couple weeks, you've heard us talk about all the cool things happening at the Idaho Comedy Fest, which you can check out at IdahoComedyFest.com. It actually kicks off today, which is why it is cool to have in studio this morning a couple people very much involved in what's going on over the next three days over at the lounge at the end of the universe. Uh, Cypher Sounds and Natalie Cuomo join us in the studio. Good morning, guys. How you doing? How you doing? Thank you for getting up at the ass crack of dawn and joining us in studio. We First certainly appreciate all, that. In New York time, it's a little later, That's so true. we're okay. That's true. Okay. <laughs> but also, Saifi, you were you were doing the thing last night at yeah. the uh, at the uh, kind of like the opening kickoff party. Yeah. And like nobody gets to be a DJ, so they can get up and be on a morning show the next day. So me, what's the what's the hangover like? Is it all right? Are you used to it? Are you doing okay? Let me let me tell you something. This is what I do. Yeah. Wait. Uh, no disrespect. Which one are you? I'm Nick. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah. Because I don't want to call nice, you by the wrong nice name. <laughs> yeah, people just probably... I should have said that before. No, you were you being very nice to us before we went on the air. Yeah. And then now you just went into straight business. Yeah. I thought we were friends. Wait, we just talked about how this is radio. We we, we, I thought we were friends. You were going to say my best friend Cypher Sounds is here. It's a weird name, Cypher Sounds. <laughs> it is, but it's I like it. Yeah, it's my DJ name, but also I do comedy. Yeah. And I'm here for the Idaho Comedy Festival in Boise. Yeah. Because I say it correctly. Thank you very much. Yeah. I don't throw a Z in there. Nope. We get I, upset I throw about a Z that. in there. I've gotten a lot of hate from it. <laughs> a lot of hate from saying boy Z. That'll do it. That'll do it. There's like t-shirts and stuff that say there's no Z in Boise kind of a thing. That makes sense. Where yeah. do I get that? Uh, probably downtown. I'm going downtown. Yeah. I want to go shopping. That's the place to go for that. But, uh, you, but yeah, last yeah, night. 
Yeah, last night was the. Um, it was like the local, the local kickoff to the festival. It was a lot of local open mic comedians. Very funny people there. We had a great time, and then we were just getting ready for tonight. We were on a lot of shows all weekend long, so we hope everybody comes out and enjoys the festivities. No, I'd say festivities for yeah. sure, yeah. Yeah, that counts. And yeah, let's talk about the origins, man. I mean, Cypher, we talked about how you've done radio in New York. You yeah. know, what you're, this this is stuff that you've done for a long time. How does one kind of get into the hybrid of, I want to be a DJ, but I also want to do stand-up. I want to kind of bring those two worlds I together. Know, I don't know what's happening here in Boise. But yeah. in New York, I'm very famous, okay? <laughs> I'm very famous in New York. I believe you. And, and it's a true thing. It's actual fact. So I did uh, hip-hop radio on Hot 97 for 17 years. Uh-huh. In the middle middle of that, I was a DJ on the Chappelle show. Right. And I used to be funny on the radio. You know what it is to be funny. You guys are funny. Not debatable, but yeah. And, <laughs> and from there, I don't know, it just people, instead of saying, yo, your mixes are dope, you're killing it on the air, they would be like, you're funny. I do like a lot of prank call stuff. And like, you know, I used to play, remember the Nextel phones that used to chirp? <laughs> yes. I used to just play that on the air and make everyone think their <laughs> Nextels were going up. <laughs> so, so then uh, I was like, people keep saying funny. Let me explore this. And I just started producing comedy shows. And then from from there, I started getting the, 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 the addicted to the laugh and then just started taking it full time. Nice. And now I'm here. I travel all over. I travel a lot with Dave. Can I name drop? Absolutely. Are we, are we name drop? Yeah. We need it, actually. We need that. Uh, I'm good friends with the guy Dave Chappelle. Sure. I tour with uh, Michael Che from Saturday Night Live. Nice. Uh, Michelle Wolf. Okay. And sometimes Natalie Cuomo. Nice. Congratulations. <laughs> and some of those names are very big superstar rich peoples. And then some of them are just great comedians I like hanging out with. That makes sense to me. Which one is Natalie? (laughs) (laughs) Definitely the superstar rich person. (laughs) I like it. And Natalie, you are part of the festival as well. I I imagine, do you enjoy doing like these these multiple kind of set days over the next couple of days? Is that that like something you're passionate about? Yeah, it's exciting, especially when you go on the road. It's nice to do multiple sets a night and do different crowds, different stages. I really like the way this festival in particular is set up because they're, they're there's three stages in this one venue, so you can kind of hop all over and check out the different things going on. Yeah. Do you get a chance to, like, uh, is this a place where you can kind of workshop some ah, stuff or enjoy, well, sorry, yeah. uh, enjoy, like, trying out some new stuff? Or is this, like, you know, you've got your, your tight set and you want to make sure Jay, that you jump get in, everything man. knocking around? Yeah, please. Um, you know, it's like last night I was like, okay, I'm going to, what, sorry, did I cut you off? Yeah, you cut me off. I'm sorry, go ahead, ladies first. No, you already started talking, oh so I go Last ahead. night I was like, I'm not going to do any, the New York fight. Any, <laughs> I'm not going to do any of my quote-unquote main jokes because we rock so much the whole weekend. You kind of got to spread them out. So last night we did a lot of new stuff. But, like, you got to pick the – it's it's case by case. You look at the room, and if they're rocking, if you're killing it, go with your killer set. But if it seems like a crowd that's kind of open and you're, like, fooling around with them, try new stuff. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's you know, it's, it happens – each show is a snowflake. I agree. I think that you you read the room. You read the room. If it's a great crowd, you just want to have a fun set, do your thing. I like to do a, a, a if I want to try something new, I do a new joke sandwich. You okay. do yeah. old joke <laughs> that you know is a banger, mm-hmm. new joke in the middle, and then close it out with an old joke that's a banger. There you go. Boom. And now yeah. I just want a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I heard you talking about Paul Mooney, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Rest in peace, man. That guy, he used to always do my radio show in New York because he used to do Caroline's on Broadway yeah. every month. He used to do, like, this midnight show. 
I th- that guy was a legend, and so many stars used to come see him. I met I met Eddie Murphy in Arsenio Hall. I met um, uh, Richard Pryor's daughter because obviously he was down with Richard Pryor. Yeah. And you would meet so many guys with this guy because everyone wanted to go see him, and he would do like three hours. And he used to come to my radio show all the time. And I said, when I first started, I was like, hey, Paul, um, I'm just wondering, I'm a new comic. I want some advice. He'd be like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> but he was a, he was a genius. Say man. the advice he gave you. It's my favorite. Uh, he goes, uh, get on stage every day. <laughs> yeah, but how do you get on stage? Just get on stage. Okay, got it. That's the best advice. Got it. it is. Again, I imagine it's probably pretty easy to get on a New York comedy stage, he said sarcastically. Yeah, it's, not, it's definitely not. But yeah. uh, but there's a lot of stages in New York. Yeah, so I'm you sure. got to find a way. But it was great advice. I was going to say, Paul seems like, I, I never had the, the chance to meet him like personally, but seems like a guy that is just was a great dude to hang with and not just, you know, see on stage. So I saw him live once and it was amazing, yeah. but never had a chance to like hang with the dude. He seems like a really, really good guy. Yeah, he was I mean he was tough though. Sure. He no, he wouldn't hold anything back. He'd be like, you you look you look like you part white. I'm like, all right, my grandma's Irish, but what do you want me to do? <laughs> Don't hate me because of it, Paul. It's <laughs> good stuff. Uh, of course, the Idaho Comedy Fest is happening uh, beginning today all the way through Saturday at the Lounge of the Universe. Get more information, buy your tickets at IdahoComedyFest.com. Uh, and yes. uh, you guys are doing, uh, so, uh, Cypher, are you responsible for all the after-party stuff as I, well as what's going on? Yeah, I'm, I listen, I saw them... Uh, announced this festival early on and the guys throwing it from Stand Up New York John and Donnie I, I said I want to be inv- I jumped in right away I said I want to be involved in every aspect I want to do comedy and I want to do music so like I'm not the I'm not DJing every single after party but I will jump on yeah. and do something yeah it's, I gotta do it I like that I like that very much so you know and, and it's one of those deals where the fun's gonna be happening when the festival's on the fun's gonna be happening when it's off and the music's going it's gonna be a great weekend and, and Natalie uh, talk a little bit about like uh, the stand up world in New York City where you guys are from is it uh, is it a, is it a nice scene I mean, the scene's got to be crazy, but I mean, is it fairly friendly and not too ridiculously cutthroat? Um, it's friendly. You definitely have to work hard to stand out, of course. And uh, I have a lot of respect for New York comics because of that. You have to you have to work really hard. New York comics are amazing writers. They they have a hustle. That's the thing. You know, you travel a lot as a comedian, and what you realize is that. Uh, People in New York have a have a certain hustle that they make sure they get up all the time, and it is a great community. You see your friends, and I'm excited for the New York and Idaho communities to meld together. It is weird how it took this to make that kind of happen, though. But it, it took is a nice. joke. It took a joke yeah. to get this to happen. It took a troll online to make this kind of thing happen. <laughs> but it, it is cool to see so many people from New York make their way to here, and and maybe even for the first time, and oh. kind of see what's going on here. Yeah. Oh man, I love Iowa. We're killing it out here. <laughs> Yo, twelve hour journey to get oh here yesterday. Oh 12 no. Hour journey. Bro, the layover. What, what's oh, up with what, direct we, flights? You have direct ain't flights? Ain't no such thing as yeah, direct not, flights not here, here, man. But let me guess. We're, there's a couple places you could have been stuck at. Denver? That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's an expert over here. The worst place on earth. <laughs> what, you don't like Denver? No, well, no, I like Denver, but oh. the Denver airport. Yeah. You're flying through there, you're going to get stuck there for a while. Yeah, it's like a huge, it's like the Mall of America, but the oh the, the basement of the Mall of America. It's huge. <laughs> and yeah, I was, we was like, a, we could have gone to Paris, honestly. We were traveling for so long. We could we tried to eat at Elway's. <laughs> yeah. The the fancy restaurant. Uh, yeah. I guess that uh, has, has to do with, uh, what's the guy, the football player? John, John Elway. Elway. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know sports well. That's all right. It's all right. We couldn't get into Elway's at the Denver airport. It was too packed? Is it was that a 30-minute wait. Oh There's a wait at every restaurant. You had to put your <laughs> name down. It was wild. Yeah, it's but like people here. are like uh, taking advantage of the travel opportunities and going out Yo, everywhere. I heard We heard you uh, talking about that when we were driving in. There's no rental cars in the city. Yeah. There's no rental cars. <laughs> the lady said, you can have this Kia or a minivan. I was like, wow. You took the minivan, right? No, I took the Kia. <laughs> Why are you crazy? Minivans are awesome. Uh, they are, but I can't pull up. I'm very famous in New York. Do you understand that? I know. I, I know. can't pull up in a minivan. <laughs> well, you could hear. Nobody would know. They'd think you're super uh, cool. Yeah, you already get hassled while you're here. I've been if filming Sypha every second. Everyone would know he's in a minivan. Uh, <laughs> if I got, a, if I pulled up in a minivan, I'd have to go. Do you have a hood here? In, in Boise, uh, is there a hood area? Not really. Not really. Not like okay. you would call a hood for sure okay. for well, coming whatever, from New York. The closest thing to a hood, I'd have to go there. I'd have to buy, go to the rim shop, rim up the <laughs> minivan. I'd have to get a system in there. So I got to mix it up somehow. I get you. Who well, does graffiti? Uh, yeah, Big J could probably paint up the, the minivan a little bit if you want <laughs> no, to. No, I'm terrible. But <laughs> it is it is cool to have you guys here. And you were talking about like also the hang, right? I yeah. mean, it's cool to mm-hmm. meet with some people that maybe you haven't seen in a while or people that you have known for a while and just hang yeah. with them again in a social setting. Yeah, festival hangs are, the, are why comedians do it. You know what I'm saying? There's like there's this there's this energy where like people coming from all different places, hanging out backstage. Sometimes you, if there's cool crowd members, they hang too. Like it turns into like this big thing. This is different because it's all in one venue, so it's, it's weird to like do a show and then just walk off stage into the hang, like, into the bar. Yeah. But it's fun, man. That, that's really what it's about. Like, um, the, the most fun I've ever had, the show is a show. We do shows all the time. But backstage or after the parties, that's where the real fun is. Beautiful. Well, uh, you'll have a chance to check it out in person yourself. Starts tonight, goes all the way through Saturday at the Lounge at the End of the Universe. IdahoComedyFest.com is where you can grab your tickets. And I understand you guys are going to give away some. Is that cool? Yeah, can we give away some tickets? Let's do it. Let's do okay. it. Okay, uh, Monica, who does you know all the press for this, uh, shout out to Monica. She wants us to give away three pairs of VIP passes. All right. Oh, yeah. So if, if my New York City public education math is correct, that's six tickets. Yes. That's six a pair, right? Brilliant. A six <laughs> a six pack of VIP passes. So I don't know what they do. They call up? Yep, let's call them up. Let's Pull, do that that up? way. Yeah, sure. Have fun. God, I haven't answered the phone at a radio station in years. Then we are going to make your dream yeah. come true. Can I answer the phone? Yes, of course you can. 208-287-1003. We'll give away three pairs right now, and you can talk to Siphon. He can answer the phone and bring back his old Hot 97 days and make him feel uh, right back at home here in Idaho. So if you want to go to the festival VIP style, now would be the time to get on the phone for free. If you want to do it and you don't want to uh, take a chance of uh, you know trying to win a contest, again, IdahoComedyFest.com has the single-day passes as well as the VIP passes for all three days as well. But trust me, you are going to have some great, great comedy. Uh, let's give a social shout-out. How do people follow you on the uh, the Gram and Twitter, guys? Oh, you go first, because my name is so understandably hard. <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram at Natalie Cuomo uh, underscore, or Twitter at Natalie Cuomo. And I will say, I am not related to the governor of New York, though that <laughs> I, is my last name. I was just kind of wondering uh, as I was getting your uh, Instagram Because it's the handle. New York yeah. thing, too, so yeah. there's that connection yeah, yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
big question. It's interesting. You know, I've been uh, touring a lot, seeing different crowds reacting to my name. Definitely, <laughs> definitely the first thing I have to address when I walk on stage is my last that name. That sucks, though, right? Doesn't that suck? I've been get, I've, whew, I've been getting some boos. I've been getting some woos. Man, but uh, would you want to be related to him? No, honestly, it is the easiest fucking standing hey, ovation hey, I have ever. Hey. Dump, we got the dump. No swearing, Natalie. Oh, 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 Same oh, bad oh. Words, you were so man. good until then. I was so good. Everybody was. It's I'm okay. So good. We know now it was an accident. Yes, oh. it's okay. We can dump. We're good. You're safe. You're safe. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie saying bad words on the radio. We apologize, you beautiful people oh, of Boise. I messed up. No, they didn't hear it. You're good. You're good. Hey, listen. My name is Cypher Sounds. It's very... <laughs> write this down. Pull over. Write this down. C-I-P-H-A and then the word sounds. Cypher Sounds. Follow me on all things, please. I would love to have a Boise and surrounding area fan base. You are going to get that after this weekend, I promise, it for both of you guys, for sure. So uh, check out the festival in person. Uh, Natalie and Cypher, thank you very much for coming in. We appreciate it very much. And uh, again, uh, you want to win those comedy tickets, keep calling in. 208-287-1003. We will come back here in a few. Live in the 208. Nice job. Oh, my God. I'm On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates. If you have been injured because of another person's negligence, the Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444. Chat with an attorney online at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Uh, it seems like to me anyway, everybody and their grandmother has a ring doorbell camera. I know, I do. I got uh, a couple. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, in case you're curious, Big J, Amazon is uh, putting it into uh, spin control because uh, they have gotten some bad publicity about ring cameras over the course of the last couple of days, mostly from security experts, Big J. Uh, and it's not necessarily because ring does a bad job or anything like that. It's that a lot of people don't know who has access to their ring cameras once they put them into your actual doorbells and the answer is uh, pretty much whoever they want uh for instance uh did you know big j that uh the police department has direct access to your ring cam good uh and uh that is exactly what people are freaking out about for some reason or another but uh, apparently uh people uh, that are in the security business are very concerned that police are able to re- to request and have ring videos from members of the public without a warrant uh, apparently that uh, circumvents the Fourth Amendment, according to some people that are not happy with Amazon's ring cameras. I get uh, that a little bit. According to uh, data that was released last year, law enforcement agencies filed for 22,337 requests for ring videos without the people that actually have the ring knowing that was happening. And that's where people get upset about that kind of stuff. I don't think they're upset that police want it. I think they're upset that police can access that footage, which they are told is only for them whenever they want to. Now, Amazon does say that ring owners are in full control of their footage and whether they decide to share it or not. But a lot of that stuff, Big J, is buried in the fine print of the user agreement that you just sign and click, that, or a lot of people just sign and click. Yeah. I want to assume, I, I imagine you read every single word no. of that when no, you I didn't. signed it. I had no idea. So you knew exactly what was going on. But a lot of people didn't, and that is part of the problem. It hasn't certainly affected the sales of ring cameras, that's for sure. But it is something that some people want uh, a lot of potential owners to know that it could be an issue. Uh, so if you have a problem with that, 
I don't know, that's your own little deal if you do, but uh, that is a situation that some people are upset about. Uh, I don't think it'll affect your ring camera, will it, Big J? No. You don't mind if police access it without your permission? Yeah, I, I usually, all you know, the illegal stuff is at the back door. That makes sense. But that, and that one doesn't have a ring camera, right? No, no. <laughs> Make sure you come to the back door without well, the Well, Big Brother watching that stuff. Corey Kluber pitched a no-hitter last night for the Yankees against the Texas Rangers. That's the second in two days and sixth so far this season. That's a record. Lakers and Grizzlies moved on in the play-in tournament. Lakers officially now the seventh seed. The Grizzlies and the Golden State Warriors will battle each other for the right to be the eighth seed coming up on Friday. On the ice, Bruins, Hurricanes, Jets, and Avalanche all winners. Congratulations to them. And Big J, people are worried about Matthew Perry. HBO oh, Max does look, <laughs> look rough, man. HBO Max debuted the official trailer for Friends: The Reunion on Wednesday, uh, and it showed footage of all six of the original Friends uh, broken up into sexes, just like you like it, Big J. Please, thank you. And so they had the uh, the the trio of Matt LeBlanc, Matthew Perry, and David Schwimmer on one screen, and then Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, and Lisa Kudrow on the other. And people have gone out of their way to uh, express their worry for the 51-year-old Matthew Perry in the footage. Uh, He says that he has, they say that he has an odd gaze and a labored speech pattern, and he's hunched over uh, during the entire interview, and it has him worried about little Matty Perry, Big J. And you weren't happy with the way that he looked? He looks about 15 years older than everybody else. Well, here's what I was thinking. Like, I only, I didn't see the sound on with the actual footage, and again, I, I don't know much about Friends to begin with, but... David Schwimmer looked like he came out the winner of all six of them. Does that make sense to you? Uh, him and, and um, Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston, they she, both look still yeah. like, I mean, and Schwimmer hasn't done anything since, like, Friends. But Courtney Cox looks not like Courtney Cox. Yeah, she just, uh, just a little bit too much under the knife. But listen, uh, Matt LeBlanc could probably say the same thing. But uh, it, it is, listen, it, it's, what, 30 years removed from the, the prime of Friends. And so we're all going to look different than we did 30 years ago. Uh, I, but Matthew Perry, of course, has had a very public battle with all sorts of demons. Yep. And so I think that's, that's probably why people are like, eh, part of it might be back on the sauce as well. Either way, you can see Matthew Perry and uh, turn on your TV and go, oh, God, is he OK? On May 27th. That's on HBO Max. If you would like to watch it. Morning after with Nick and Big J. All right, we got some Idaho Comedy Fest VIP tickets. Is that correct, Nick? Correct. VIP stuff. What the VIP part gets you? I'm not sure, but uh, it's just based on uh, the last few comedians we've had in here, uh, Natalie and Cypher, and then yesterday Craig uh, and Dave was hanging out a little bit. It's going to be a wild and crazy thing. You probably want to win these. Yes, so you should go. If you want more information, you can get it at IdahoComedyFest.com. All happening at the lounge at the end of the universe. But if you want these, now would be the time to get on the phone. 208-287-1003 is our phone number. And uh, you're going to have to know the Achilles heel of the Treasure Valley today, at least to get things started. Sports! Both of you, Big J. I know a little bit of sports. And the listener. We shall see. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Hey, this is E. All right, you're up first, sir. Uh, this gentleman won plenty of NBA championships, his first with the Detroit Pistons and then with the Chicago Bulls, but he's probably more famous for having crazy haircuts. Who is he? Oh, uh, uh, Dennis Rodman. Right. That is correct. Big J, this seven-time NASCAR Cup champion retired after the 2020 season, but now races on the Indy Cup circuit. 2020 retired? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say Jimmy. 
again with this first name stuff. I need a last name. Is it right? Am I right about yes, Jimmy? Jimmy right Johnson. About you. There you go. Right. Good job. Uh, back to you, yes, my friend. Sir, this actor played Uncle Jesse on Full House and on Fuller House. Oh, I know this answer too. Handsome man. Still oh. handsome. Great kisser. I'm going to go with John Stamos. Right. John Stamos is correct. Big J, this gentleman is the host of the highest rated show on cable, Bravo's Watch What Happens Live. Oh, man. Uh, on Bravo? Mm-hmm. Um, um, I, I, Tim Gunn. Wrong. Andy Cohen, Big J. That's right. who I was trying to think. I could see his face because he's like Mr. Bravo. Yes, yes, he is everywhere. Um, and uh, I, I think he practically owns the damn network. If he doesn't, he should. So, Congratulations, my man. man. VIP tickets to the Idaho Comedy Fest are yours. Big J shakes his head in disappointment. No, no, I'm lamenting the fact that I got one question right. It's a start. Oh, this is a Big J victory lap. I apologize. Yeah. I apologize. I mean, it's a half lap. Morning after with Nick. Well, it's a it's a wind sprint for about ten feet. How about we do some headlines? Those are next on the X Rocks. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. Hey, hey, hey! What? Do you need a car loan do-over? Get online pre-approval at the I pre-check button at goteammazda.com. The one you just heard about on the X. Headlines are as follows: Too hot, not allowed, or bad decisions. Too hot. The thing about staying in a hotel is, you know, once you're actually in there, everybody kind of knows what room you're in because it's assigned to your name and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But a man who had been staying at the Driscoll Hotel in downtown Austin, Texas, is accused of setting a fire in his room on, mon- on Monday and then just hopping on a flight to Houston. Bye. Good luck with that fire. The Austin Fire Department says the small fire happened in a closet on the 10th floor. It was put out by a fire sprinkler. Cost about uh, $5,100 in damages, though. Police say 77-year-old William Nicholas was arrested on his flight once it landed in Houston. He has a felony one arson charge, not his first one. Can you imagine being a 77-year-old pyro? What a weirdo, right? Like, you've lived you enough life. Away as fast. <laughs> you've lived enough to know, like, I'm 77. Why do I still get my kicks set in fires in hotel closets? What? What's... I w- that's at the point where you don't care anymore. Could that be? It's not like you're still trying to figure it out. You get that far, you don't care. Like, I mean, he's got one other pyro charge in his past, so I'm obviously jumping to conclusions that he has a history with this. Maybe he was just upset at the hotel and was like, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. When I leave, I'm going to burn the damn place to the ground. Take that, Driscoll. But it sounds like he just gets his kicks that way, and that's weird Mm -hmm. because you're 77, dude. I mean, you've lived a long life, which probably means he's done it a bunch more than we know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not allowed or bad decisions? Bad decisions. A man in Houston, Texas was taken into custody on Tuesday because he attempted to break into a Ford Transit vehicle. But that's not before the owner of the van, Derek Lewis, saw the thief and decided he was going to intervene. You see, uh, Derek Lewis is an MMA heavyweight champion in the city of Houston, Texas. And he saw a guy trying to break into his car, Big J. So you know what happened, right? He knocked him the F out. The whole fiasco was a one-two punch for his thwarted thief. It started with having been caught with one of the sports KO record holders and then, you know, ended in his arrest. In a now-deleted Instagram post, uh, Derek Lewis mentions the break-in attempt and more or less said he'd handled the thief before police arrived. 
Lewis made sure to note that the thief was in fact okay after the scuffle, but he did get punched basically twice in the head and knocked him cold. Uh, cause you don't want to break into an MMA champ's car, dude. Don't want to break into an MMA champ's anything. I'll tell you that right now. Cause that yeah. will not end well for you. I mean, maybe if you get away with it, okay, but if he catches you in the act, I mean, that's, that's not a fight you're probably going to come out on top of, and he did not. So he is now facing a bunch of charges, and uh, Derek's fine and was able to knock the dude out. So well played. Wrap it up with not allowed, Big J. Uh, any interest in driving a Tesla one day? Yeah. Maybe owning one if you have, you know, money. I don't know. Money! Uh, but no matter what, it does have an auto-driving feature, but still sleeping behind the wheel is not something they want you to do. But a 38-year-old man from Illinois was pulled over on Sunday after deputies saw him sleeping behind the wheel of a Tesla that was on autopilot. The Kenosha County Sheriff's Department says that the, they followed the Tesla for about two miles with the, quad scar, with the squad car's lights and sirens activated before the driver finally realized he was getting pulled over and then actually woke up and pulled over to the side of the road. Deputies issued a uh, citation for inattentive driving and ordered the Tesla to be towed away. Goodbye. And so that's not good. They also say the driver had two prior incidents in which drivers on the interstate called authorities after observing the driver sleeping behind the wheel in February and August of last year. This seems to be a running theme with people that drive Teslas is they just want to crash out in them. Probably so comfortable. Well, I mean, that could be, but I don't know if I'll ever have that amount of trust in him. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. listen, I can't sleep on an airplane, <clears> and there's <throat> currently a dude, uh, several of them, as a matter of fact, behind the actual <laughs> controls. And I still can't sleep. I don't think it's because of that. It's just one of those deals where, like, there's some trust that has to be involved. And if you're the only one in a car and it's on autopilot, you have to have so much trust that I don't even know what that's like. Do you think you could crash out on an autopilot that you're the only one in the car? Uh, not on purpose. Oh, you're saying if you're drugged or if you're really, really drunk, you could do that? Or if I was tired. <laughs> well, that's almost all the time, Big J. Morning After with Nick and tired Big J. Yeah. There's your headlines. It's time for... Oh, uh, what's in the box? Only on 100.3 VX Rocks. What's in the box? Can I introduce you to the Big Backyard Box? It is a pretty big prize that we're going to give away at the end of this month. Inside of it, you'll find 10000 American dollars spread out over a bunch of Treasure Valley businesses like Archaic Concrete, Butte Fence, Leisure Time, CHF Home Furnishings, Lifetime Store, and more. It's all presented by Kitchen Tune-Up. Plus, they throw in $1,000 in regular old American cash in there, and that's where you get the $10,000 Big Backyard Box. It could be yours. It's going to somebody. It might as well be you. You can improve upon your house inside and out with it. And if you want it, you got to get qualified with what's in the box right now. 208-287-1003 to play a little game. Big J has a fictional box. He's stuffing something inside of that box. Sometimes it's people. Sometimes it's cities. Sometimes it's small objects. You never know. And based on his clues, you got to figure out what's inside that box. If you can conjugate it and make it all happen. Conjugate? Yeah, you know, break things down. Understand it. You are qualified. Hello, the X. Hi. Hi, good morning. What's your name? Katrina. All right, Katrina, you're up first. Good luck. You can beat on these all day. Well, that's broad. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Some would call it the anchor of the rhythm section. One more. John Bonham, Neil Pert, and Dave Grohl are all excellent at using this instrument. Drummers. 
Drums. There you go. The drums. drums. Congratulations. You are officially qualified for the big backyard box. Hang on one second. We will hook you up with some information. Uh, why are you throwing drums in those box? Travis Barker, if you're interested, uh, is selling some of his uh, drums, uh, including uh, a set that he used to uh, drum on Adam's song when they recorded it. The, uh, the, the drums from the actual recording session or drums from the video, or are they the same? Uh, it looks like uh, the well, he doesn't give that specificity. You're probably it's probably the ones he recorded. On, right? I would say so. Yeah, on his Reverb online shop, uh, and he sells a lot of his equipment there. There's a lot of uh, musicians that do that kind of stuff. Like Zach Myers uh, does it. Joe from Hailstorm just posted a bunch of guitars that he was selling as well. I guess it's a cool place to you know get a little bit of rock history if you want some of that, or at least a closer connection to one of some of your favorite bands. Absolutely. Uh, did you? Is there a price tag on it? Do you know how much they're going for? Uh, it does not say here. I don't uh, even the, know. How much is a drum kit, period? Like a decent one. Oh boy, you're asking the wrong guy here. The official Travis Barker Reverb Shop launches on Wednesday, May 26th. Oh, it's not even up yet. Yeah, okay. no. So I'm guessing they're not cheap no matter what. Though. I would say a good set of drums going to be pretty pricey. $25,000, 3000 something like that? I would, yeah, probably in that neighborhood. In good the Big guess. J Ballpark? Beautiful. Randy was here. He could answer. He's a drummer. <laughs> he is uh, wandering or the Fred earth. Fred Rock. Like, what's his ass from Kung Fu? So, uh, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We have another qualifier for the Big Backyard Box. Another one will happen tomorrow. Make sure you tune in for that. Plus, we'll do some bad impressions. Those are next on the X Rocks. Unpressed. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, and the Albertsons Boise Open is coming back, and it is going to be awesome. It is happening here in August, and on Saturday, August 21st, Sammy Hagar is going to be performing at the Albertsons Boise Open. We'll get you a pair of tickets uh, to that event so you can go see Sammy Hagar. And the circle. He's bringing his whole circle. circle with him. That's the name of his band. Who's it? Is Guy Fieri part of his circle? I uh, mean, they're tight. Guy Fieri, Michael Anthony, uh, Slash. These are all names I'm making up, by the way. Not uh, no, you didn't make up their names. Either. They're just not going to probably. They're not be part there. of his circle. Right. Two zero eight two eight seven one zero zero three is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play a game called Bad Impressions. Works like this. Big J has three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. Figure out that famous person in three clues or less. And tickets to Sammy Hagar and the Boise Open could be yours. Hello, the X. Yes. Yeah. How you doing? Uh, good, man. What's your name? Bob. All right, Bob. You're up first. I'm from the Outback, mate. Okay, next. That's not a knife. This is a knife. Wait, are you going for the fictional character or the actual It actor? doesn't matter. Oh. Nothing matters, Bob. Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin's incorrect. Give him clue number three. Um... I created my own movie so I could be a, a, a famous person. Oh, no. That's Crocodile Dundee. Oh, that dude. Yes, that guy. We would even take the fictional name, Bob, yeah. so use that last clue to your advantage. Oh, the Crocodile, crocodile Dundee. Huh? Is that right? <laughs> sure. All I, right. I didn't get to write any clues, clearly. We were busy in here. Yeah, he was hoping you were to get in the first two, Bob. You can yeah, clear the, clearly see that nice. third Thanks one was for a, a crocodile Dundee, idiot. <laughs> Bob, hang on one second. Uh, despite your insults, you are going to get those tickets to the Boise Open as well as Sammy Hagar. And I apologize for Big J. Why no, is, don't you apologize for me. Why is Crocodile Dundee in the Paul news? Paul Hogan. 
Yeah, why Paul is Hogan. Paul Hogan in the news? Uh, he's been living his life uh, in luxury there uh, in uh, in Malibu in, in California, and uh, he has grown tired of it, mostly because his neighborhood is is right next to a huge uh, homeless situation, and he's tired of it. Okay, uh, and he's like, I want to go back home to Los An- or to uh, Australia. He is 81 years old, by the way. Yeah, and so uh, he just wants to wait. He doesn't want to wait for two weeks. He doesn't want to go to Australia, Nick, and wait for two weeks in a hotel. So he's just complaining so, about everything. Yes, yeah. he is official old man. He does like the homeless problem in Malibu, so he wants to go home to Australia. But Australia is even more strict about the coronavirus than we are here. So he's going to complain about that. Yep. What makes Paul Hogan happy, Big J? Uh, the lady who played his girlfriend. Oh, no, no, no. The- <laughs> that woman that he buried in real life and then later divorced and has accused him of terrible things. I don't think she makes Oh, him I happy. didn't know that at all. Yes. Yes, it was not. Oh. That relationship did not end well. Okay, well, I guess that's not one of the people that are big fans of his. <laughs> no, probably not. Listen, I also can't find the story that I had down here either. So. Listen, Big J's batting a thousand, so we're going to just... Wait, uh, this one isn't my fault. We are going to hit the abort button and get out of this break, and we will wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. <laughs> a day to remember everything we need is wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J on this Thursday. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. We told you it was going to be a busy show going in, and for the second day in a row, we did not break that promise. We had a concert announcement today. God, it felt good to do that. Big J, remind the good people what's going on. Yeah, August 27th, Friday, out at the Western Idaho Fair, which will be X Day, is uh, Seether. Yeah, yeah. Free fair concert for those of you Beautiful. going to the fair uh, at uh, at the Western Idaho Fair on the 27th of August. And it's X Day at the fair. We're bringing that back again. We have lots of really cool things planned with Seether, the band, you guys, the listeners. And it's going to be a awesome night out at the fair. Uh, if you're keeping track at home, the month of August, already nuts for concerts around the Treasure Valley. We've got Primus and Wolfmother. We've got Beartooth. We've got Seether now. Sublime also happening uh, that particular month. Uh, there's some more to be added as well as we go down. So, uh, like I said, all these things are happening at the same time, so you better clear your calendars for those of you that said I missed well, a bunch listen, of live yeah, music. Yeah, you, you got no excuse. Yeah, uh, because now is the time to make that all happen, and you got enough time to make sure that you have tickets to all that stuff, too, so make sure it's part of it. Special thank you to uh, Natalie Cuomo, as well as Cypher Sounds, for coming in and talking to us this morning about the Idaho Comedy Fest. We have been talking about it the last couple of weeks. We've been giving away passes, VIP, and and otherwise and hopefully now you can get excited because yeah, we're a little over two hours away from the festival kicking off at the lounge at the end of the universe and it's going for three solid days of great stand-up yeah. comedy from all over the country people flying in to be a part of it so make sure you check out at least a little a bit of it will you please yeah i mean and can't say enough about how awesome uh, the folks uh from uh the uh you know donnie and his team, stand-up new york johnny and john from stand-up new york and jen over at the yeah. lounge and monica who's helped us out as well all fantastic Fantastic I mean, fantastic and awesome. So, you know, get down there and be a part of it and, uh, you know, help bring back to life the Treasure Valley. Exactly. Uh, they're doing it safe and sanitary as well, keeping your health in mind. Uh, and uh, it's really cool. They were talking about how the, the festival passes are all masks. So, I mean, they're taking yeah. it seriously and making sure people are going in uh, and he- healthy and leaving healthy as well, which is pretty damn awesome. Thank you to Tyler as well, our engineer friend who came in and messed around with the microphone uh, to try to make the sound as good as we possibly can. Yeah, we've got we've had a lot of uh, you know interviews now because we can let people into the building. <laughs> yeah, so it's been uh, good to have him uh, back here and working on the fly with us and helping us out as much as he can as well. Big J, that leaves you with the floor, my friend. Uh, oh, man. I 
damn it, I, I turned everything off here. Jesus, I, I was going to talk about the, the comedy festival, and uh, so we just did that. I'm looking forward to getting home and spending some hard-earned money on my uh, on the action pack for Call of Duty, playing it for 10 minutes and being like, I suck. But at least you suck as John Rambo. Uh, next set of X-Rock brought to you by Keystone Light. They're giving away two Polaris Sportsman 570 ATVs right here in the Treasure Valley. Look for Keystone Displays at your favorite place to get some Keystone Light. Text the keyword and boom, you are entered to win. We will see you tomorrow. Jason Drew's up next. You guys have a good one. It's the X-Rock.